Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. They'll hand to Patterson. Cordero banging to the goal line. Crosses. Touchdown Atlanta. It's time for the Falcons flyover. A complete recap of today's game as we check in with all the top players of today's game and more. As we also get your take on today's game. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. And brought to you by Center Park Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia State University Athletics. The Falcons flyover is on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I hate myself for loving this team. I hate myself for loving you. Welcome to the Falcons flyover. Yes, I sound great still. So, uh, again, you got a lifeline today. You wanted wanted the Saints to beat the Buccaneers. It happened. And all you had to do was win, and you'd have a chance to play for the division title next week. But no. You play your worst game of the year today. Just absolutely horrible. Oh, boy. What can you say about this team? You know, if you were to Google 12 signs you're in a toxic relationship, it fits with the Falcons. I don't feel safe rooting for this team, right? Boy, I sound great, don't I? You sound lovely. You sound great. Man. Uh, Let's see. What else? I feel neglected and exploited. Yep. Yep. I'm in a toxic relationship with the Falcons. What's your stage of grief? I know we've talked about that a little bit this season. Oh, it's acceptance. See, I'm at acceptance. I'm not angry anymore. Nah. I have have a dozen people texting my phone saying how angry they are. Like, oh, this is crap and things I can't say on the radio. but. I'm none of those things anymore. I'm just sort of numb to this new reality, and I'm disappointed, but you know what? I'm not surprised. It's amazing, though. This is signs of a toxic relationship. I feel like I've lost myself rooting for this team. Uh, let's see. I feel belittled and ashamed rooting for this team. This team doesn't give me any empathy. I'm playing a dysfunctional role by loving this team even though they don't love me back. I feel controlled or manipulated. All the things, all the things. Man. And guess what? Still mathematically eligible for the playoffs, 
if the Buccaneers lose to the Panthers and you beat the Saints next week. There you go. So you're telling me there's – actually, did you know that there's a chance that the NFC South can still get two playoff teams? I know, but a lot of things have to happen, though. Just, just – What, like Seattle? Who else? Seattle has to lose out. So yes. Seattle is uh, – I don't know what the score is with them right now. But if they lose to, these, uh, to the Steelers today and yeah. then they lose to the Cardinals next week, then the winner <laughs> of the NFC South – and say the Bucks win next week as well. And then the Saints beat the Falcons. <laughs> That means the Saints and the and the Buccaneers would go to the playoffs. Crazy. It's insanity. This has been a wild season, and you talk about 500 football. That's just been the epitome of this year, even though you can't mathematically be 500, I guess. But the point is the Falcons aren't eliminated. Just need a little help from Carolina. So maddening watching that game today. So maddening. You see the same mistakes repeated over and over. Why is it second and six seemingly always ends up third and 17? Something stupid has, happens on second down. Then you're left at third and 17. Interceptions are the most inopportune moments. You miss a field goal, what's going to happen? The Bears march right down the field and score touchdowns. Both times you miss field goals. You had a chance for a kick six at the end of the first half, 10 yards short. Everything's just a little short with this team. Everything. And it... Well, this is Sports Radio 929 The Game, an Odyssey broadcasting station. Going to come back, take your calls, 404-726-0929. Another crappy day at the office for the Falcons, and I wasted three hours of my life watching that garbage. Final snap of the game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The ball game is over. Talking about today's game here. On the Falcons flyover. Presented by Ticketmaster. The official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
awful, awful effort today by the Falcons. They follow up arguably their best outing of the year with their worst. Justin Fields looked amazingly polished. He was carving up the Falcons. They're probably going to keep him. Ironically, his performance today is probably going to go a long way towards the Bears keeping him and probably drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. out of Ohio State with the number one overall pick. So that's not going to happen. Let's go out to Kareem in Atlanta. Hello, Kareem. Kareem, go ahead. Man, I'm on this brown Rob. I'm on this brown water, going hard. On Damn it. right. Uh, I, I, man, I'm sorry your, your voice ain't sounding good. Man, I'm hey, suffering. Rob, check it, man. Let's get the campaign going over the airways, man. Fire Coach Smith. I mean, we gave the well, we gave him two seasons to get out of cap hell. We got the worst division in 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 the NFL, yeah. and he's putting out a mediocre product. He is not a leader amongst men. Then he get up to the podium and make – he always speaks condescending to the media, right? And he wants to say, oh, well, we could have did this. We didn't score. We left points out there. But it's you, Coach. You are the one got in the ship, piling it in the ship, and we are mediocre, mediocre because of him. All right, Kareem. Guess what? I appreciate your call. He ain't getting fired. If there's a disaster next week against the Saints, maybe – but right now, I don't think he's going to get fired. Let's go out to Allison. Hello, Allison. Hey, I'm with Kareem. Just want to send you uh, want to send you speedy recovery. I'm sorry your voice doesn't sound uh, good. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully it does heal. And um, I'm with – see, here's the thing. And, and, Rob, we've talked about this. Yes, ma'am. This is sustained mediocrity. Yep. And if, this, if we finish the third year, 7 and 10 – this will be our consecutive third, uh, our consecutive seven and ten campaign. Yeah. He's shown us who he is. We need that Dennis Green soundbite for that. Yeah. But he's shown us who he is. We he he's okay with mediocrity. You drafted three guys in the top ten as your as your weapon, and you cannot get the ball to them in any way, shape, or form. It is so 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 frustrating. Justin Fields had our defense out there on skates today. Right. And and I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sure the Bears are going to keep him and, like you said, draft whoever they need to draft. All right, Allison, I appreciate it. I don't think Arthur Smith is okay with mediocrity. He just can't seem to work his way out of it. You're repeating the same mistakes every week. My God, how many times does second and six end up third and 17? It's ridiculous. Rob, I think we have one of the longest – Longest consecutive losing streaks of, or streaks of losing seasons. It's unacceptable. Man. I mean, it's unacceptable. We're tied up there with the Panthers. Yeah. We're there up there with the Bears, I believe. We're up there with the, the downtrodden trash of the NFL. Yep. The trash of trash. the NFL. We have not been the same, and I'm not, I'm not saying that this is the reason. I'm saying that we have not been the same team since that Super Bowl. We had the 2017 season. That was fine. I mean, we were a good football team. And then they, they crap out on the one-yard line against the, the Philadelphia Eagles. How do you Eagles. quantify and that? And we have not been the same football team since then. I know that. It but, is unacceptable. But the other administration's no longer around. It, but you're right. Why? Why? What's happened? Why do we have to make the same mistakes every week? The things, the things that we have done at, as a team. crap over and over. Interception. Interception. Yep. Interception. Yes. Desmond Ritter comes in. Interception. Yep. 
Oh. Desmond Ritter stepped in for one play. Why are we running a damn trick play? There's a trick play. When you're running the ball effectively, you're moving the ball down the field yeah. on the first possession of the game, and you come in and you throw a trick play with Desmond Ritter? What are we doing? What are we doing? It's the same Run the crap. damn ball. It's the same crap. Oh. Outsmarting himself, trying to get too cute. It's ridiculous. Ad nauseum. It's ridiculous. Why does that not register to that man? I don't, I don't know. get it. The okay. same mistakes over and over and over again. And we're just trapped in this mediocre hell of purgatory, and it sucks. And I'm tired of doing this show with a disappointed tone in my voice. What voice there is, by the way. Seven and ten, man. Man, again. Three consecutive seasons again. of it. Again. Look, we, we, we got out of – look, we had the salary cap hell last year. Yeah. I understand the salary cap yeah, hell. Yeah, It was an excuse. Look, How many wins you think this year? Year one, you, over, you overplay based off of the talent on your roster. Year two, you do the exact same thing. Year three, you're sitting here making excuses for why we're making the same mistakes that we did with those teams. Why can't you tackle Justin Fields 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage why do you let him squirt three for a 17-yard gain in the first down? It happened, what, two, three times? It happened at least. It was the same like thing my, that happened with God. Kyler Murray. Yes. It's the same thing that happened with Josh Dobbs. Yes, It's the same say. thing. It is the same consistent problems that we are having. And look, Ryan Nielsen's done a very good job, largely. Today he didn't. Today he was miserable. Wasn't good today, today. today the defense was unacceptable. The offense didn't do you any favors. No. But you're not winning any football games. I don't care who you are. You give up 37 points. You're not winning at all. To the, uh, what, 23rd best offense in the NFL. It's not a good offense. This isn't a good team that you lost to. No, it's this not. This is, and you go they're from better playing. better than what they won, six of seven. They're, they're trending upwards. Trending upwards, but, fine, but they're not a good football team. No, you should have beat them. Look, this continues, this continues the trend of losing to teams with top ten picks. Yeah, there you go. How many of these do we have? I think the, the, the list is getting bigger. Yes, it is. What was, was it last week? Some, you played, you've lost four of six. Four against, yep, four of six against. You've lost to teams picking in the top five. You lost to every, almost every single one that you played, you lost to. You played four of the five teams picking in the top five, I want to say, and you lost all four of them. It's just. Uh, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to sit up here. I am not going to say on this show that Arthur Smith deserves to be fired. I'm not going to say that. He's probably not going to be. Because he's not going to be fired. I don't think he is. I don't think so either. In, in, every single person on here, Owen, Ken, Stan, Bobby, the packed phone lines that we have, Yeah. every single person can get up here and say that he needs to be fired. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if everyone does. I'm not going to sit up here and call for somebody's yeah. job. And do me a but favor. But I have no faith. I have no faith in this regime. No. I don't either and I don't, anymore. What have, what have they done to give me any faith? You're repeating the same mistakes over and over. Every, every single, single week. Every single week. All right, let's go out to Owen. Hello, Owen. Welcome. Hey, guys, how you doing? How you doing, fellas? Listen, all I want to say, man, is if Arthur Smith is the coach next year, can we just forfeit forfeit the season? Because <laughs> it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what quarterback he's going to bring in here. If he's not going to call good plays, then what, what the heck we going to go and get another quarterback for? And we got somebody that doesn't, doesn't know how to get the ball to his weapon. And the second thing, it shows that he is very incompetent by not having a quarterback coach. Maybe if we had a quarterback coach coaching a young guy up and coaching the, the other quarterback up, they wouldn't be making these boneheaded mistakes. But I'm sorry. all The whole team played like crap today. They Even did. Cool. 
starting to miss field goals. It's something going on with this team, man. It's something toxic. And they say they like him, but it's something toxic going on with this it team. It seems like brother. it. That's all I want to say. All right, I appreciate you, Owen. Let's go out to Ken. Hello, Ken. Welcome. You're on the Falcons flyover. Hey, fellas, fellas, fellas. Listen, this, the definition of lunacy is repeating the same right. thing over and over yep. again yep. and expecting different results. So we as fans, we're lunatics. We, about, we just shot out crazy. We are. We are crazy. Right? We, we, are, we, are we just crazy. keep coming back, don't we? Keep coming back we to the abusive coming. relationship. If I have never had an abusive relationship before, this is it. This is it. This is how it feels. We are trauma bonded. Oh, my God. I mean, (laughs) and next weekend, why should we wait? Why should we hope we win to then go to the playoffs to then get swept? You put – you Heineken was a move to try to save your job. Let's just try to call it for what it is. Because if he's going to throw that many interceptions, you might as well stuck with Riddle to see whether right. or not he's going to be good enough right. to be your number two quarterback next year. Should you draft another quarterback? Yeah. You don't even have them. I don't. I agree with all the callers. You don't. You need a quarterback coach. And are you competent enough to coach up a new quarterback? And God forbid they talk about bringing in this Ryan Tannehill crap. I keep uh-huh. hearing on the wild. It the, might uh, happen, no, no, brother. No. Listen. Go out and buy man. your Tannehill jersey now. Do it. Get it done. Man. He's going to take the city by storm. Oh, my God. Y'all making me look. they making me look at my PSLs every year like, really? I know. I know. I, Owen, I you're not the money? first one to say that. A lot of people are thinking they're feeling a certain way. Thousands and thousands of dollars for this nonsense. For this, every year. Man. And he, his smugness and his arrogance when he does these these. these after post-game interviews, you don't own it up. I'm not preparing these guys to play like they need to. But I've been an Atlanta fan all my life, and I should have known one thing. When the Falcons got a game to play with something on the line, they're going to screw it Chances up are every time. In the same way, too, Owen. Thank you very much. Let's go out to Ken real quick before we get to the break. Hello, Ken. Yep, that's how I feel. I feel exactly the same way, Ken. Let's go. Actually, real quick, one thing one thing that's been very consistent, I would say, about what? the Atlanta Falcons and the Arthur Smith tenure. They is six six and ten now. I want or actually six and nine, I believe, in December games. Yeah. Two of those wins came in, in completely meaningless football right. last year. Right. Didn't after matter. the division was completely out of reach right. and you can't go catch it. So yeah. take two, two those two wins away. He's four and nine yep. in December games. Four and and nine Falcons also 0 and 5 dating back to 2014 and uh, road games under 40, 40 degrees. There you go. All right, I'm gonna come back, take your calls, and just marinate in this trauma bond we have with this team that makes us so freaking angry. Sports Radio Night Tonight, the game. The game is over. Listen in as we analyze today's Falcons game. On the Falcons flyover. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 21-7 Chicago. Here comes a four-man pressure. Heineke threw it, intercepted. Picked off, and that's T.J. Edwards. His third interception of the year. You know, I was starting to have hope. I was starting to... Get a little optimism. I was starting to feel like, man, maybe some way, somehow, the Falcons can pull this off. But 
that was just little old optimistic Dylan thinking that the Falcons would find a way to win in Chicago, get some help from the Saints, which they did, then be able to go into New Orleans and get a win and find a way into the postseason, and this season would be salvaged. But that didn't happen. And now I don't see a scenario where Tampa Bay loses two games in a row and they lose to a Carolina Panthers team that's just bad. Saw a video earlier today where Bryce Young is really starting to get frustrated in Carolina, and I don't blame him. He's He does not have a very good offensive line over there. Had to go into the medical tent today because of the hits he was taking. Saw him slam the old iPad down or the Microsoft Touch or whatever you want to call it. So I don't see, no matter how bad Tampa Bay may have looked today, and they started to figure some, some things out towards the second half of that ball game against New Orleans today. I don't see them losing to Carolina. And honestly, I can't say I see necessarily the Falcons beating the Saints. Now, maybe they will. I, I'm not sure, but I don't know. All right. Obviously, Dylan Matthews, your boy Dylan Matthews, in for Rob Tribble. Rob, obviously, we want, hope he uh, gets his voice uh, better and back to the silky smooth voice that we know Rob Tribble has. So hopefully he gets better. Said he feels good, just the voice has yeah, he uh, says kinda, he's completely fine. He it's feels just, fine. It's just the voice is kind of taking left turn voice, on him. Man, we get, we need that voice back. Yeah, so we, he's got to rest up. We he's need it. So he does have to rest up. So your boy Dylan Matthews and your guy Garrett Chapman will take you the rest of the way. We'll continue to react to some phone calls. 404-726-0929. You know what it is. Call us up right now and give us your Falcons reactions. We'll actually go ahead and head out back to the phone lines right now. Get as many of your phone calls in as we can before we hand things off to Sunday Night Football here in a little more than hours time. So 404-726-0929 is the number. Let's head out to Marietta and talk to our guy Stan. Stan, how you feeling, man? Lay it on me. What's on your mind, Stan? Dylan, man, you know, first off, Love Rob. We talk thrashers and, and stuff, so make sure his voice gets back together. But, Facts. man, you know, I, a season ticket holder, I paid my PSL off, and just you – know, eight. so in the past ten years, we've only had two winning seasons. Mm. Like, 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 that's got to hit home somewhere in this franchise. Yeah. And – you know, looking at what happened today, man, we have too much talent on defense, and we have too much talent on offense to be on the wrong side of 500. And it's just, you know, uh, you know, I give it to Rich McKay. I tailgate for games, and I'm and I'm not like the 100 season ticket holder. I am up in the in the in in the the top of the 300s and stuff along those lines. Hey, that's and all right. That a season ticket holder is a season ticket holder, man. Season ticket holder is a season oh, yeah. ticket holder, Stan. I feel you, brother. But I will say this. He comes by my tailgate. I have seen him on the bridge, that's the 300-level bridge, I don't know how many times. And he's trying to get the pulse of the fans. But at some point, man, we got to start winning games. At the end of the day, you, I mean, you can chop it up and be like, well, we did really well here, really well there. But eight out of the past ten seasons, we've lost. We've lost. Yeah. 
even if we if we get into the playoffs because we win and 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 various things happen, you know, we're not a playoff team, and and we've got to build to that. And at some point, I think our defense is there, and and I think that's a credit to Fontenot. Right. You know, uh, but Arthur Smith has had a, a pretty good stranglehold on what's going on in the offense, and we we got to build it there. Like, it, it, we've got the players. We've got the players. We just got to get there. And I, I don't want anyone to get fired or this, that, and the other, but I'm sick and tired of, of not having a playoff game to to, to be in. I, I really am. And, uh, you know, love what you guys do after the game. Rob, I hope you get better. Dylan, you guys do an awesome job. But we got to start winning some games, man. We got to start winning some games. Hey, that's a fact, Stan. I appreciate the phone call, brother. Stan, I'm with you. I'm tired of losing. And just like Rob Tribble, I don't want to come on here after Falcons games and be somber and be in a bad mood with you all because we lost. Like, I don't like that. I want to come on here and have happy Falcons flyovers. Or I want to listen to you all exclaim about how you're happy about the Falcons getting the job done. And I want to hear a happy Rob Tribble on most Sunday evenings. So, I'm with you, Stan. It is definitely frustrating. I think today more than ever, and I know it's not the only reason, but today showed that we really need to, whether it's through the draft or if we go in free agency and get a Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins or somebody of that nature. I know everybody wants Justin Fields, too. I'm not necessarily sold on Justin Fields, and we can get into that later, but we got to find a quarterback. It's just it, It shows. I'm there. We had opportunities. I heard Dave Archer talk about on the broadcast where – Taylor Heineke missed a couple of wide-open guys, missed a couple of wide-open reads, and he wasn't sure why he missed them, but he missed them. We need a quarterback. I think we have seen now at this point that Desmond Ritter just ain't the guy. Taylor Heineke definitely ain't the guy. And now there's reports, and Garrett was telling me about this earlier, and Garrett, I'll actually let you expound upon this a little bit too because you're the one that told me this. Uh, Josh Kendall apparently reporting that, Taylor Heineke, actually, it was either you or Data that told me this, but uh, reports have come out now apparently that uh, Taylor Heineke was in a boot after the game. Yeah, he was a little banged up. So, and obviously he had to come out of the game early, and Desmond Ritter had to finish up the game, and he threw an interception. By the way, I do want to clear the air a little bit. Desmond Ritter did get his hand hit on that interception that he threw, so mm-hmm. I think a, a little velocity was taken off of Desmond Ritter's throw, but, and that's kind of the cause of the interception. He got his hand hit. So I do just want to clear that up a little bit, but still, we need a quarterback. But my biggest thing is on a day where you're averaging five and a half, five five point six yards per carry. Yeah. Why are we throwing the ball so much? The weather's terrible. Yeah. You're running the ball against a pretty good defensive front with success. Yeah. Why are we throwing the ball? I think part of the reason I, is because we got again we couldn't take a, we couldn't take advantage of opportunities early. Obviously missed a couple of field goals. Weather had a lot to do with that. I'm not necessarily blaming Youngway Koo for those reasons. That 50-yarder was hard. 44, uh, the 44-yarder, a little bit more debatable on whether he should have made that or not. But we got down behind, and we got behind early. We couldn't do anything with DJ Moore on those crossing routes. I mean, he ate our lunch all day long. So I think it's really the reason that we got behind, and we couldn't stick with the run game the way that Arthur Smith would want to. We couldn't stick with Tyler Algier and Bajan Robinson the way we would want to. So I think that's part of the reason, too, is we just got down behind. It kind of forced our hand. It kind of forced Arthur Smith's hand to have to dial up more throwing plays and have to put 
the game on Taylor Heineke's back more than he would have liked. So I think that's part of the reason as well. But let's continue to hit the phone lines here. Let's go out to Stone Mountain and talk to Bobby. Bobby, what's going on, man? How you feeling about this Falcons loss this afternoon, brother? Uh, um, I don't okay as much as I can, but I called here uh, about a month ago and I talked to Mr. Rob mm-hmm. about how they need to uh, get rid of uh, the coach, man. I mean, I think that he just tried to outsmart himself by getting uh, all the players around. He felt like he could get a quarterback like round, and uh, he would be able to develop them, and he would have more cap space that way. But the plan is just obviously on backfire on him. And um, I just believe, to be honest with you, this whole organization, like the uh, caller earlier said, need to go and get them a body cost. In other words, they need to go get a coach that had already had success before to come in here and just put in place something that can carry on for, like, generations. In other words, because keep getting these new coaches here, they nice. Uh, because they're cordial, but they got a they philosophy. They haven't been a head coach, so they got to see what really whether it really works or not by getting an opportunity. But we are a franchise that we can't we we don't want that right now. We want somebody that been there like a Shanahan or Harbaugh. If I was the um owner, I would go fly. I would get on my jet and maybe behind closed doors try to meet with Harbaugh and see if I can try to pry him away from Michigan. And maybe pay him like $14, $15 million a year to coach. And the reason I said it is because, um, you know, um, I just believe he got a philosophy. So, like Shanahan, they, they come from winning mindset, in other words. You know, they know they know how to coach winning football at, at this level. So, you know, we, we, we need to stop just fooling around and get a sure thing, in other words. Even Belichick, the only thing about Belichick is I think he just getting to the age where he getting a little bit too old. So you got to get somebody that – I don't even think about it. Curry Smart at this point. But we got to get somebody here that knows what he's doing because uh, we as a franchise have been suffering. I don't know how many winners see the back of the head, but I just tell uh, all these people that uh, our season ticket holders, y'all need to stop renewing these season tickets. And that will put pressure on the owner to get the kind of coaching here that can get us winning football. Because it is a crash in two, uh, 10 years. Think about that, 10 years, and we're going to have two winning seasons? It's bad. Come on, now, you know that going to work. Well, all right, y'all be blessed. Hey, Bobby, I appreciate it, man. Have a good one and have a happy new year. Be safe tonight, whatever you got going on, Bobby. I appreciate you. And look, first and foremost, Kirby Smart ain't coming to coach the Atlanta Falcons. Let's just go ahead and get out the way right Jim now. Jim Harbaugh <laughs> sounds interesting, though. Jim Harbaugh is pretty interesting, but I will say this. I am not sold on the fact that this is all Arthur Smith's fault yet. I am not sold yet that Arthur Smith should be fired. Now, does Arthur Smith share a good portion of the blame as far as how this season has gone? Sure. At times, including today on Garrett, you were talking about that 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 trick play earlier. He sometimes does seem like he is too smart or at least trying to be too smart for his own good. Sometimes he is just getting in his own way. It's like, just keep it simple, stupid. And I say it. On the hometown take in the mornings, Monday through Friday, you can catch it, by the way, 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. I say it all the time on hometown take. Arthur Smith sometimes gets in his own way, too smart for his own good. He be trying to do too much. He just be trying to do too much. Keep it simple, stupid. Hand the ball off to Tyler Algier. Hand the ball off to Bajan Robinson. Hand it off to CP. Throw us a screen. Give us something easy. Just sometimes you're trying to do – Arthur Smith is trying to do too much. So, with all that being said, I get it. I get the frustration. I do. And right now, I can see it going either way. I can see him staying, and I can see him 
being fired. Right now, he's not being fired. I don't think he's being fired. He's not being fired. I I don't think he's getting fired either, especially if they find a way to win in New Orleans, even if they're eliminated, even if they – even if they're wi- they win a mean a quote unquote meaningless game in New Orleans, which I don't think would be necessarily un- meaningless, but if they win in New Orleans, the point is I, I especially don't think he's getting fired. Even if they lose to New Orleans, I don't think he's getting fired because of the way he overachieved his first two seasons. So I don't think he's going anywhere, but we shall see. All right, real quick before we get to break, let's get at least one more uh, caller in here, and obviously Dante, Madman, Eric, Bill, Don, stay on the lines. We will get you throughout the program, try to get a whole bunch of you in next segment as well. But let's head out uh, to Cameron and talk to Cameron. Uh, he wants to talk Falcons. Cameron, what's going on, man? How you feeling about this game, brother? Uh, I'm frustrated like everybody else. Right. Uh, earlier, Rob and Garrett uh, asked the question, why do we keep making the same mistakes over and over again? And I'll tell you, it's, it's one word. Uh, or is this one? It's one thing. Uh, it's because of this team's lack of an identity. This team has like no identity whatsoever. Every time they have expectations in front of them, they fold it. It doesn't matter if it's under Dan Reeves, Mike Smith, Dan Quinn, Arthur Smith, or whoever the hell the next head coach may be. This team folds every time the big moments are staring them square in the face. I just saw the supposed worst team in the NFL with absolutely nothing to play for go into Philadelphia and beat them. Meanwhile, we went up to Chicago and proceeded to piss down our legs for three hours straight. Yeah. It, It doesn't matter what happens next week in Carolina because we'll likely go to New Orleans and fold there again because we are the sorriest organization in all of the NFL and it won't change until this franchise top to bottom looks at themselves in the mirror and figures out what kind of a football team they want to be. That's all I got to say. Hey man, I appreciate it, Cameron. Thank you for the phone call. Happy uh, New Year's Eve, brother. Hope you have a good new year. Look, I will say this. I don't think they're the sorriest organization in Look, the man, NFL. The, the I Carolina think Panthers just had an owner who threw a drink at a fan, so yeah. we're we're in better shape well, than they are. Yeah, we ain't quite. We ain't hit rock bottom yet. I will say that. But what I will say is this team this year has folded in big games. Think about it. They had a chance to basically lock up, almost nearly lock up the division against Tampa Bay. You didn't do it. You had them, too. You had them. That was a win you should. That was a game you should have won. Couldn't pull it off at the end. Obviously, Carolina throw in interception. We obviously know how that got Desmond Ritter benched. Games against Arizona. Games against Minnesota. Tennessee. Games you feel like you should have won, but you let slip away. You just can't let that happen. So, I do agree with Cameron's point about this. Excuse me. This team folding in big situations because they've done that on multiple occasions this year, and they've done that in the past too. But sticking with this year, this has been a team that just hasn't been clutch for a bunch of different reasons too as well. All right, we got to catch a break. Jeff, Dante, Madman, Eric, Bill, Don, hold on tight. We will get to you as soon as we get back. Five minutes from now, we will continue to take your reactions here on the Falcons Flyover, brought to you by Ticketmaster, the best ticketing service for the NFL and the Atlanta Falcons. 
Dylan Matthews, Garrett Chapman hanging out with you on the Falcons Flower. We'll be back in five, taking you on more Falcons reactions right here on Sports Radio. 92.9 The Game in the, Atlanta, in the Odyssey app. Oh, this game is over. We're doing a complete breakdown of today's game with Falcons Flyover with Rob Dribble, presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Heineke. Hobbled. I'm not sure he can turn very well. He does. He's going to throw, and it's intercepted. That's picked off. Brisker, or no, Kyler Gordon. It'll be his second of the year. Man, when that interception happened, I almost felt like something bad was going to happen. Well, it's like, I don't know how much uh, how much he can turn to throw. I was like, oh, here we go. This, this, doesn't, this just doesn't even sound like it's going to end well, and of course it didn't. Game overall didn't end well. Falcons lose 37-17 to the Chicago Bears. Lose in a snowy game out there in Chicago here on New Year's Eve. Dylan Matthews, Garrett Chapman hanging out with you in the Kia Studios for this edition of the Falcons Flyover. Send your tweets and your well thoughts and prayers to Rob Tribble. He's fine. He just, his voice is not as uh, silky and smooth as you usually hear it, so your boy stepped in, and Garrett Chapman is uh, chopping it up with you all as well. 404-726-0929, that is the number to get in the game. Full phone lines right now, so we'll open up some phone lines for you by taking some calls and continue to take some calls here. So let's start off with our guy, Jeff. Jeff calling up, and he wants to get in the game, talk some Falcons here. Jeff, how you feeling about this Falcons loss today, my man? Man, I'm going to tell you, disappointing. I've lived with this crap since 1966. Ever since they moved to Atlanta, same old crap every year. Until they get a quarterback, and what upgrade was Heineke from Ritter? I don't see no upgrade myself. Not an upgrade. Don't see a bit. I don't see what that helped us in any shape or form. But we need to get a quarterback in the draft this year and go ahead and build us a team. Jeff, I appreciate the phone call, man. Thank you. And, yeah, I completely agree with Jeff when it comes to the fact of we have to figure out what in the world we are doing at quarterback. I think I think people go – we can go back to Matt Ryan era, the Matt Ryan era. I, I remember everybody on these phone lines yeah. used to stand here clamoring for the end of Matt Ryan and get rid of Matt Ryan. we got to dump him and – Get right. I mean, y'all okay. would love to have Matt Ryan. I know back every right single person now. on these phone lines would say, "I would much rather get back to that because you knew exactly, exactly. what you had, week in, week out, mm-hmm. and he was going to come in and give you 250 plus yards and a chance to win a football game." And, and the second thing is, you literally stole the words right out of my mouth. He was going to give you the most important thing that any quarterback can give their football team a chance to win. Matt Ryan was not going to be so bad to where he feels like single-handedly lost you the football game. I, I distinctly remember. I distinctly remember. When I, so I started in promotions. That's where I, I, I cut my teeth down there, handing out T-shirts, and that's how I earned my way into this business. Yeah. And I distinctly remember going out there and, and doing Falcons tailgates and things with, other, with all the fans and everything else. And I right. remember telling them, they said, oh, he's trash, he's garbage. And I'm like, trash and garbage doesn't make an NFL record for consecutive games with 200-plus yards. Exactly. Listen, well, that, that doesn't matter. I mean, that, 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 that's, that's meaningless. It, it's such a low number. It's an NFL record, first and foremost. And it gives you. It means he never had a bad game that really, in a game that he just 
completely fell apart. Right. He threw some interceptions every now and then. It's not like he had a bad game necessarily. Quarterbacks throw picks. It's okay. I understand that. But he never came out and had a complete disaster of a football game. Tom Brady never did it. Peyton Manning never did that. Drew Brees never did that. uh, Matt Ryan did do that. He gave you an opportunity to win football games every single time. Every single Sunday you had an opportunity to win. The guys that we have under center right now do not give you an opportunity to win games. You, you have Taylor Heineke. You have Desmond Ritter. I don't care who you throw out there. Logan Woodside. Bring Logan Woodside in here. I don't know. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Just go give me an opportunity to win the football game. Because as of right now, I don't know if it's Arthur Smith. I don't know if it's just the quarterbacks. But I do know that he gave those guys jobs and put them in charge of winning football games, and they're not doing it. No. They're not getting the job done. Period. Des- Desmond Ritter. It feels like single-handedly lost you that game against Carolina. And it feels like Taylor Heineke single-handedly lost you this game. Well, the defense gives up 37 points. It sure as hell doesn't help. Yeah, But But you score 17 and throw three picks. But again, you know, the defense was not put in some great positions because of some of those interceptions that Taylor Heineke threw. And it felt like sometimes you had opportunities. You were trying to drive, and Taylor Heineke goes and throws a pick. That demoralizes not only your Mm -hmm. offense but your defense, too, because your defense did get you some stops. And did you did put you in a position where you got the offense back on the field and had a chance to make this a game? And Taylor Heineke's interceptions didn't help. I mean, look, let's take one, one example. The Falcons defense does a good job getting a, getting the, four, uh, the stop on downs. Mm-hmm. Then right after that, what does Taylor Heineke do? Throw a pick. He misses That's a, demoralizing. He misses a throw down the left sideline. The next thing he does is throw a pick. Demoralizing. It, it kills your team. And, and the defense is out there for long swaths of time. Look, the defense is giving you opportunities to win. Yeah. A half dozen football games yeah. this year that you lost. And to your point, the defense wasn't great today. No, they didn't and have. And a it good wasn't day. solely on Taylor Heineke. I do no. have to admit that. No, no. But again, there were opportunities there, and Taylor Heineke did not help you when it comes to taking advantage of those opportunities. You felt like some of those opportunities, and some of those opportunities were salted away because of the turnovers and the interceptions that Taylor Heineke had. Look, so. seventy-five yards, seventy-five of his hundred sixty-three yards came from Tyler Algier busting out the right side on a screen pass and going for a touchdown. And Tyler Tal- Algier did all the work. And Algier did all the work. It was a screen pass behind the line of scrimmage. Exactly. And Tyler Algier runs untouched on the right sideline. He did all the work. And that's and that's almost half of Taylor Heineke's total output for the game. There you have it. Like, I'm sorry. Like there's, do, do you trust Arthur Smith to bring in a rookie quarterback? I At this point, I am of the opinion. I'm glad you got into this because I, I did want to get to this at some point. We'll get to college here in just a second. But – I am of the opinion that the Falcons are in a position where they have the offensive weapons, they have the defensive talent, to where we need to go get a Kirk Cousins or a Russell Wilson type. We need to get somebody in here who has the experience of winning, has that, Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl, Kirk Cousins hasn't, but has that ability to go and win you football games, help and win you football games, and there are going to be guys that necessarily lose you football games either we need that type of quarterback and I know you're not going to go get a Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins and draft a number one uh, a quarterback high in the draft you're not going to draft a quarterback in the first round I get that so you probably can't have both of those things happen I wish you could but you're just not going to make that big of investment in a Russell Wilson or a Kirk Cousins and go draft a first round quarterback that's just too much money tied up in in one position yeah but I feel like at this point Arthur Smith's job is probably going to be on the line, and that's not a reason you should go get a quarterback. You'll get a quarterback because this team it's is a reason ready. They'll target it. Yeah, that is. But 
that's not a reason you should do it. The reason we should do it is because this team is ready to win with good quarterback play. Because, again, you have the weapons on offense. You have a defense mm-hmm. that has shown they could be a top-10 caliber defense. And if you have a quarterback that can have you in a position to win games, I'm, I'm you have at least – three, four more wins this season, and you're probably already locked into a playoff spot. See, but that's the thing. It's like, I need to go get a Russell Wilson. I'm not thrilled about that idea. But at the same time, go get Justin Fields. I know Turtles talked a lot about on Twitter, especially. That's where I've seen it. Well, he's going to cost a lot of money. Well, yeah. I mean, like that's that's just what th- that position costs. $31 million over the next two years. But that's do you think fine. Justin Fields has shown enough, though? To- he's shown more than what we have right now. But, how- but look, all he has to, he doesn't have to come in here and, and and wow us necessarily with, with his, his brilliant acumen or, or throwing the ball down the field or whatever. I've seen his athleticism, and that's enough for me. I, I understand that they're probably not going to do it because I'm in the line of thinking that they had the opportunity to take him in the draft, and they chose not to. They actively right. chose not to take him. If right. they thought that he could lead their team, they would have picked him. Exactly. That's all there is to it. But they didn't do that, and so he's not quarterbacking here right now. And look, I know he it. hasn't had the most, besides this year where he has Cole Komet and DJ Moore, obviously he shredded us up today. <laughs> besides this year, I know he hasn't had the weapons. The offensive line hasn't been great. But still, he has not done enough to me to shell out that type of money. If we're going to do that, I'd rather go get a Russell Wilson. And I know uh, yeah, I mean, Russell, Russell's, I mean, Russell I, does nothing for me, man. Justin I, doesn't do anything for get, me. If you can go get him, because uh, I'm assuming they cut. Russell Wilson, and then they just, yeah. they're just on the hook for all that money. Yeah. If they do that, and I can go get Russell Wilson for a meager sum, sure. I, I'm not paying Russell Wilson $20 million to come quarterback my team. You know, I, I don't think that's what it's going to cost. It might, but I don't know how big that market's going to be for a guy like that. I Look, Russell Wilson has proven and done more in the NFL than Justin Fields does. So if they're not. Yeah, but Justin to- Fields is potential. Russell Wilson, we've seen it. We've seen what he can do, and, and it's. I, I feel and he like can the win you a Super Bowl with a good team yeah, around decade, him. That was a decade ago, man. But he can, but he can do it, and he has, and he has the ingredients that he had in Seattle. Now, maybe it's not quite. It's not. I'm not saying this defense yeah, leaves in a boom. I know what you mean. But they have mean. a good defense. He has weapons. I mean, he's got the ingredients that he would need that he had in Seattle. And but Justin Fields, know, for me. Look at the situation we're in right now. We're talking about a guy who's, who's I don't want to call him a bum. I, I, don't, call him, I don't like to call NFLers bums. I, I think it's a, yeah. a toxic comment to make. But a guy who's clearly at the back end of his career, who is his best football is clearly behind him. You have Kirk Cousins, who, who's coming off of an Achilles injury. You have Ryan Tannehill is in the same situation as Russell Wilson. And you add in tons of injury history. You have Kyler Murray, who is a locker room cancer. Yeah. You, I mean, what are our options here? Not very good. Outside of Justin options. Fields, you can take advantage of a team that's ready to get rid of him and jump on it for maybe a third-round pick. That is my best option outside of drafting a guy. You know, I, I and at this point, there after is no Justin, good option. And after just, well, the way Justin Fields played today, I mean, we heard we heard the Justin Fields chance, or we want Fields chance. I don't know if the Bears are going to be ready to get rid of Justin Fields, so he might not even be an option. And, I, and I'm not sold on the fact that Kirk Cousins is even going to be an option. So we might those might be two guys that we want that might not even be options. But all right, let's continue to take some phone calls here before we hit another break. Let's head out to East Point and talk to Dante. Dante, appreciate your pain, just brother. How you feeling about this Falcons loss today? Well, I'm not like everybody else. I'm not disappointed. Um, I'm from Atlanta, and um, we got to thank Arthur Blank for a lot for just spending the money and giving the team the resources. But I've learned that Arthur Blank is a great marketer. He's a businessman. 
when I looked at this season, logically, when you're talking about practically having a rookie quarterback who only played, started four games, you talk about an inexperienced head coach, and you talk about a bad offensive line, and you talk about a situation with the chemistry where Arthur Blank hired the coach before he hired the GM. And when you look at the draft picks, how clearly their philosophies were not in line, the head coach and the GM philosophies were not in line. The GM is going out getting skill positions when clearly you need an offensive line. Um, it's just that's just not a recipe for winning football. It's just not a bad offensive line, rookie quarterback, inexperienced head coach, and a conflict in uh, styles and, and and identity from your GM and your head coach. That's not winning. That's not a West recipe for winning football. So I didn't drink the Kool Aid as, as everybody else did. But I will say that he um, Fontenot did a great job with the defense, and yeah. that defense is ready. If we can run it back with the same players that we have this year and um, get an offensive line, uh, we would be even in a better position if we don't get one of those quarterback scenarios to fall through than we were this year. And last thing I'll say is week one against Detroit, Arthur Smith knew right then what he had as the offensive line. And in my opinion, what we call Arthur Smith being too smart for his own good, he's been masking that offensive line since week one, well, week two. And so his hands are kind of tied with an inexperienced quarterback and a bad offensive line. So Because let's be honest, most of the time when we line up for 31 and 32 and we try to hand it off and get the first down, we don't get it. So, like I say, man, we I think next year if we can just get an offensive line together and get more experience at the QB position, I think we'll be all right. But I, I never thought this would be a playoff season. Dante, I appreciate the phone call, man. Look about the offensive line real quick, and I'm going to get to Madman here in a second. Real quick about the offensive line. I don't – look, I do think Arthur Smith, to your point, does a good job of scheming this offensive line into success. I don't think he does – too much with his offensive line. I don't think he asked too much of his offensive line that, you know, this offensive line isn't great at pass protecting. Obviously, he doesn't try to throw the ball a whole, whole lot. But, you know, obviously, days like today when you get down and you get down early, you you, you have to throw the ball. So, But I, I think this offensive line has improved. I think – I know the offensive line has been beat up these past few weeks, but – I think this offensive line has been okay. I don't think this offensive line has really been the root of their uh, root of this team's issues. Uh, uh, they haven't been great, but we did see yeah. some. We did see some fight from them halfway yeah. through the game. Bergeron kind of goes at a. I don't know which defender it was, but look, they stood up for themselves and they showed a little grittiness and feistiness, man. And, and that's they haven't been great. They've been largely okay, and yeah. I, I, they've underwhelmed, but. I don't know. I don't know if that's a group that you necessarily need to upheave and, yeah. and completely change. Yeah, I don't think you need to. Have I don't think you need to give the offensive line a full facelift by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I there is always room for improvement, obviously. All right, real quick before we catch a break, let's head out to Madman. He's been patiently waiting. Madman, are you mad? Are you a madman because of this Falcons game today? D, Matt, and G Chat. What's, What's up? What's going on? What's up, my brother? I'm extremely upset. Um, I'm extremely mad. Um, <clears throat> so we did a lot of we did, we've done a lot of talking. We've uh, talked about the quarterback play. We've talked about coaching. I want to. Uh, I want to. I want to talk to AJ. AJ Terrell. Uh, this is our last season here, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Everybody else is gonna miss this point. You're not a number one corner, man. You're not. I, I can't pay you twenty three million dollars a year. I cannot do it, bro. 
he's not a number one corner, man. If this don't show us something, then then, then we'll like, come on, come on, Terry, Terry, you missed the boat with Montez Sweat, Terry. Come on, Terry. Our we need to draft an edge rusher. I said this since 2015. We need an edge rusher. Our defense is okay, pretty good, but we need to draft more pieces on defense. And this is a defensive call. I ain't got nothing to say about Arthur Smith and offense. I'm talking about the defense. AJ, come on, bro. Fighting up, man. I'm out. I'm out, D-Bat. Hey, man, man, I appreciate the phone call, brother. Happy New Year to you. Look, we do need that finisher at edge rusher. How many times today did we almost have Justin Fields on the ground but couldn't get him down? We need that finisher. So I agree with Madman to that point. Draft the edge rusher. Go get him, Terry. All right. We'll continue to take your phone calls. Justin, Jonathan, Eric, Bill, Don, hang tight. We'll try to go a little rapid fire here as we're winding down on time here on the Falcons flyover. So we'll try to get all you guys in here in this next break. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Dylan Matthews, Garrett Chapman hanging out with you in the Kia studios with the Falcons flyover. We'll be back about five to take more of your calls right here on 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. Now more of the Falcons flyover. A complete recap of today's game. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Our Falcons play here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Ritter, the throw, and intercepted. Tyreek Stevenson's got a second pick. I know that wasn't, I said it earlier, that wasn't Des Ritter's fault. His hand got hit, but that just summed up the day. That was just the straw that broke the camel's back, at least for today. Your back may have already been broken, figuratively speaking. Hopefully your back's not actually broken. But anywho, just another rough, rough day, another tough pill to swallow for the Atlanta Falcons and us as Atlanta Falcons fans, Dylan Matthews, Garrett Chapman, hanging out with you in the Kia Studios for the Falcons flyover about another 20 Four minutes to go here before we hand things off to coverage of Sunday Night Football and Westwood 1. Still got plenty of callers to get to here, but Falcons 37-17 loss to the Chicago Bears. But some way, somehow, they still have a chance to win the division. Dude, are we insane for thinking they have a chance, man? Come on. Are we that crazy? Are we crazy for thinking that? I I believe, man. I believe that we have a shot. Yeah, it's not crazy because it's true. I mean, it's an, it's a literal fact that we have a chance now. Hey, people if got we... so mad at me on Twitter. I just laid out the scenario. So for, for anybody who doesn't know, it's it's yeah. basically what needs to happen is the Carolina Panthers, you know, the, the team mm-hmm. that's picking first in the NFL draft but yeah. traded that pick away to the Chicago Bears. <laughs> right. They need that team, the team that just had their owner throw a drink on a, on a fan wow. earlier today, that team needs to beat the Buccaneers. If they do, and the Atlanta Falcons beat – the Tampa, or excuse me, the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons win the division because the tiebreaker yep. lays out the Atlanta Falcons would have a head-to-head tie, a head-to-head record of three and one against those two teams. Yep. All right, the New Orleans Saints would be one and three. They would be two and two. The Atlanta Falcons would win the NFC South. On Crazy. top of that, if the New Orleans Saints beat the Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Panthers, which I mean, I'm honest to God, I feel like it's almost a little bit more realistic. And the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> lose the NFC South. Yes, the NFC South would have. Two teams into the NFC playoffs. How wild is that? The NFC South gets two playoff teams They told us we were crazy, man. They told us we were left behind and garbage, (laughs) no good. And we are one of two divisions with two teams in the playoffs. 
That is just <clears throat> absolutely crazy <laughs> if that's the way it ends up happening. It's not going to happen, but you know what? Yeah. But you know what? I've seen crazier things. They're currently losing to the Steelers, the Seahawks are. Yeah. I mean, so, look, any given Sunday. I don't know, man. Any given Sunday. It could happen. And, look, there's a chance. We're telling you there's a chance. Don't. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't think it's going to happen, but no, no, I'm it not could happen. I'm not going to count my uh, – don't count your chickens, man. Nah, don't nah. count your chickens. It, but it could happen, though. So, it could happen. That's all That's all we're saying. All right, 404-726-0929. Let's get some callers in here. Let's head out to Powder Springs and talk to Eric. Eric, what's going on, man? Appreciate you holding on. Appreciate you tuning in. What's on your mind, brother? Let's put it this way, man. I've been a day one listener to y'all since that Sunday morning. Y'all come on. Appreciate I've been you. here – for 50 years. And out of these 50 years, every time I watch the Falcons every year, it's expected they're going to lose mm. for me. Mm-hmm. And it's just because, to be honest, now, this team right now, the defense is solid, got all the playmakers on the offense we could want. The offensive line, it's a little iffy. Just ain't got nobody to deliver the ball, man. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Nobody delivered the ball. I like Arthur Smith. I think he'll be all right. You just got to get him the right dude back there who understands his offense. Because I don't think Taylor Heineke or Desmond Ritter do. That's just how it looks to me. I mean, you're missing guys wide open, and then you throw right. it into another guy. And the reason the defense is so bad today, the turnovers. You kept them on the field. The guys are going to get tired. Yeah. That's going to happen. I don't care who you are. You can't be out there 40 minutes of a 60-minute game and think the defense is going to hold up every time. It's just not. You know, but I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good evening. Happy New Year to you and your families. Happy New Year, Atlanta. Appreciate it, Eric. Happy New Year to you and your family as well. And Gary just told me 37 to 22, time of possession. Bears, 37 minutes. Falcons, 22 minutes, the difference in the time of possession. And Eric is absolutely right. You know, you keep your defense out there for that long. You put them in bad situations like they were put in earlier today. It's going to happen. Now, again, some of that. To a caller's earlier point, A.J. Terrell, he got smoked a couple of times by D.J. Moore. And some of those were good throws by Justin Fields. We do have to give credit where credit is due. It's not like the Falcons just absolutely gave away this game to the Chicago Bears. Chicago played pretty well. Justin Fields had one of his better games of his career, not only this season, but of his career. The, The Bears executed better, and they played better than the Falcons at times. We do have to give some credit to Chicago. But Other times, Richie Grant was out of position. So the defense isn't completely blameless. That's not what we're saying here. But the offense didn't do them any favors at all either. All right, 404-726-0929. Continue to take some calls here. Let's head out to Riverdale and talk to Don. Don, what's going on, man? How you feeling about this Falcons game today? Hey, I'm not disappointed really, man. Uh, I agree with a lot of your calls, and I disagree with some of them. I think – Hey, with the call that we just had a few minutes ago, I've been seeing it, and everybody who uh, works around me, we talk sports all day and night listening to y'all. Man, A.J. Terrell ain't that guy, bro. He ain't – I mean, he's good corner, but he ain't all that. Nah, we ain't going to get no 20 some million dollars, bro. Mm. Okay, I'm going to leave that alone and move on to this. First of all, we don't have no identity. You had a caller mention that. I agree with him. Then – we don't have time and patience to let Ritter or Heineken, but I'm going to say Ritter since he, you know, Heineken's been in the league long and Ritter. Right. You know, ain't no, you know, I think a couple of guys called in and said, well, we got an iffy offensive line. Now, nah, we got a garbage offensive line, bro. 
our best offensive lineman, Chris Nelson, uh, uh, wasn't, wasn't playing good early this year. You know, our first few games, the whole offensive line was. You know, some teams just, when they hike the, when the Falcon hiked the ball, they already in our backfield. I mean, and then I don't understand why. I, you know, I liked Arthur Smith last year, and I, I, find, I still got a little faith in Arthur Smith. But I don't know why you went away from the Algier thing last year. He ran all them yards. Okay, I can understand you having this dynamic rookie out there. But let him go out and catch the ball in the flat or something. But Algier are always ready to run over some people, bro. Yeah. You got to start your line. You got to start winning, which in the trenches. You know, that's what y'all professionals say. You win in the trenches. But your offensive line, you ain't finna win. Nothing, no trenches with that. They got to get better. You got to get better, and you got to do better at play calling, play calling before you be able to assess a quarterback. You know, these rookie quarterbacks and first-year quarterbacks, they're going to come in and throw interceptions. Josh Allen is great. I love Josh Allen. Lead the league in, in interceptions. Uh, these veterans uh, throw interceptions. You know, uh, who was that? Bracco throw three and still won the game. I mean, you, the Falcons, the thing is, is the fan, we always ready to win now, but we just don't have an identity. We don't have the system yet. We got to be patient with what we got unless you're going to bring You should have brought Matt Ryan back for this, for this year. I mean, to let the boy... Let them boys learn something. The boys don't know nothing about it. And like, and like a few callers go say, you got a rookie uh, quarterback, and just like you got a rookie coach. You know, and, 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 and people people used to just down Matt Ryan. I love the Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan with a good, strong line, and he had great receivers too. You know, was a good quarterback. But everybody I know didn't like Matt Ryan. Now everybody don't like Dan Marita, but the man, you ain't gave him a chance. Y'all said he could make all the throws. And he got a strong arm. He gonna make some mental mistakes, bro. Getting out there, he gonna, you know, you got to work with him. You got to work with him. But all this going to my drafting a quarterback next year, getting that, we tired of hearing that. And we don't want to just go to no playoff, man. We want to win. We want to be more than relevant. You know what I mean? Thanks for taking yeah. my call, y'all. Don, I appreciate it, man. Happy New Year to you. Look, I do, I do see your point as far as letting Desmond Ritter develop, but. Again, you he's going to start about, next week, man. I mean, we know you and I both know Desmond Ritter is going to be starting next week. He could if, if Heineke's not healthy. He definitely nah, he, could, even if he is. Uh, Heineke Heineke cost you the game today. I I, I, look, I, 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 I can see it there is no good way. option. I, There's not, no good option. I'm not sold on that. That either one is or is not going to start. But as far as the development of letting Desmond Ritter develop, look, when a quarterback starts making the same mistake twice, I don't. I just don't know how you keep him in there. After he had the interception he had against Carolina, I didn't see a way you could start him. I just think you either have to go get a proven guy or you draft a guy at this point. I think you either go get a Russell Wilson. If Kirk Cousins is available, I don't know if he's going to be available. You go get him. To me, and I know, Gary, you have your opinions on this. To me, Justin Fields isn't proven enough for me to give him the money we need to give him. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree. It's just based off of the other guys who you're going to give more money to, did they give you a better opportunity? Yeah. At least, at least he can come in and do one thing really well, and that's be an athlete and and throw the ball fifty yards. You know, it's a jumbled <laughs> mess. The the, mess. the Falcons are in because, and at the same point too, because if you're if you're gonna go draft a quarterback, 
Mind We're you, playing a, ourselves a, out of the draft. A, a first, a first round quarterback should have a little bit better talent, but you gotta let them develop too. Uh, yeah, so are know. you gonna have a, maybe a, a lost or washed season next year? Fourth, I, who knows? Fourth starting quarterback in the last four years. It's week not one. good. You don't want to turn into that franchise with the revolving door quarterback. It seems like that's where we might be headed. I hope not. Hopefully, we can turn around, find our future guy here this summer. Hopefully, we'll see her this spring. But all right, we'll close things out. Take a few more calls and. Hand things off to coverage of Sunday Night Football and uh, Westwood One here when we come back. We'll do it in five minutes. Close things out on the Falcons flyover with your boy Dylan Matthews and Garrett Chapman. Finish up a couple with your calls and hand things off to Westwood One. That's coming up next here on the Falcons flyover on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. That's it. Falcons flyover is on. Presented by Ticketmaster, the official ticket marketplace of the Atlanta Falcons and the NFL. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. So Atlanta falls to Chicago. The final is 37-17. Falcons are now 7-9. This is the end of the game. The referee didn't have to say it all dramatic like that. This is the end of the game. We know. We know. We know. I'm sorry. I'm just frustrated. I didn't mean to take it out on the referee, even though the refs were bad today again, too. Some bad calls, but Falcons lost the game. Fair and square at the end of the day. 37-13, Falcons fall to the Chicago Bears. This is a Falcons fly. But what's your boy Dylan Matthews filling in for Rob Tribble? Rob, feeling all right. He's okay. Just got to get that silky smooth voice back. One could say you intercepted the job, man. <laughs> Oh. Intercepted. Oh, no. Oh, that gives me bad, bad flashbacks to not only a few hours ago, but this whole entire Intercepted. season. Intercepted. No, stop it, Gary. It, it hurts. It hurts every time I see it. It hurts every time I hear it. Hear it. Oh, just ugh. makes me sick to my stomach. But anywho, we power on, Falcons fans. We power through, and guess what? We're going to root on the Falcons, and we're going to root against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next week, and we're going to hope our Falcons make the playoffs. I do want to end this Falcons flyover on a positive note because guess what? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, the Atlanta Falcons still somehow, some way, have a chance to play in a postseason game, and they still have a chance some way, somehow, to be NFC South champions. As crazy as it sounds, it's all true. I tell no lies right now. They still got a chance. They win, beat New Orleans in the Superdome, and the Buccaneers lose to the Panthers, which can happen. I mean, we lost to them, so it can happen. But obviously it's a long shot at this point. But there's still a chance, and we need to have optimism and root on our Falcons this upcoming week. All right, let's close out, though by taking a few more of your callers, uh, get some of you that have been patiently waiting in here and let you give your thoughts on the Falcons. Justin, he's all the way up in Athens. Appreciate it. At least, Justin, I don't know if you are a Georgia fan, but uh, at least you had, you know, the the butt-kicking of Florida State to be happy for, so that is good, hopefully. And, and you know, that, that kind of offset, what you had to witness today, maybe a little bit, Justin, right? I mean, I was expecting that. That's and I true. Was That's a good point. I was expecting I was expecting exactly what happened today. Um, <laughs> I got you. Uh, once again, our team makes the quarterback look like an MVP. But yeah. I digress. I have a few points. I've been. I have not been mad about 
this team and any games they've played this year. I've been mad for several years because I, I'm not the GM. But um, one point I want to make is I do not want Justin Fields. He has just as many fumbles as he has games played. I do not want that on my team. Um, look it up. It's a stat. Um, second point, I got very frustrated last year at the trade deadline when we traded for a fourth-string cornerback like that was going to make us a playoff team after we had a few injuries. And I called the morning crew, and they hung up on me when I made this argument. And then once again this year, we traded for a fourth-string wide receiver like that was going to make us a uh, Super Bowl contender. Um, But this team has to realize that we are so far away from a Super Bowl contending team. Now, the one thing we truly need is a quarterback. Right. Last year – Last year, I said, trade CP to a Super Bowl contender. Get a first round. Get a second round. Trade Grady. I don't care. Nobody is – the only people I'm not trading is Drake and Bijan. Well, I don't care. Justin, trade Kyle. Let me not a, using Justin, real quick, l- let me ask you this, Justin. I, I do want to – hold on real quick. I want to ask you a question. What I'm else listening. besides quarterback do you think we're missing from being a Super Bowl contender? Because I, I don't think that far – I don't think they were that far away. What do you think we're missing? I mean, I mean we're not – Maybe a few keys on the defensive line, maybe another offensive lineman, but mm-hmm. the quarterback is the biggest thing. If yeah. we don't have a top three quarterback and a, or a top three defense, I mean, we may as well forget it, dude. And we're sitting here, we're, we're in denial. Why are we wanting this team to win and go to the playoffs or win the division and host a playoff game in our stadium, watch it filled half with Philly or Dallas Cowboys fans and watch them steal a W like candy from a baby I mean, come on. This is not a playoff team. This is not a Super Bowl contending team. And this is my point. We should have traded the past two years. These guys get draft capital, get first rounders, get second rounders, get third rounders so we can trade up and get us a quarterback and get this franchise and this city and this state excited for this team. We are not excited for this team. I was not ready for Desmond Ritter after 5,000 starts at Cincinnati to take this team to the – freaking promised land i'm sorry i'm not sold on that and look at where we at i feel you on that justin i appreciate the phone call man we gotta run um we gotta hand things off here to the uh to westwood one and sunday night football here in just a second but look i want this team to go to the playoffs because i'm tired of them not being in the playoffs we we haven't been to the playoffs since 2017 experience is a good thing playoff experience is a good thing look you have to learn how to win Going to the playoffs is a step in learning how to win. So I get it. Everybody wants a good draft. But guess what? No matter where you are picking in the first round, you should be able to get a starter. Your first round pick should be a starter no matter what. So I I hate it when people say, oh, we need to trade up and get the best. So it doesn't matter. Real get, quick, real yeah. quick. So two of the last teams who went to the the, the playoffs with a losing record, right? Yeah. Uh, two The two teams that won. You look back at them, the Seattle Seahawks in 2010, you look at the Carolina Panthers in, I think it was 2014, 2013, yeah. or I think it was 2013, maybe 2014. Yeah. The Both of those teams then go on runs and make Super Bowl appearances within the next two years. That is Getting because there winning, matters. Winning games builds strong culture, yes. period. Making the playoffs, being a playoff team matters. Getting your players that experience matters. Because think about the young players that are going to be here through the long term. The Drake Londons, the Bajon Robinsons, the maybe even Zach Harrisons. He's looked good. But those young players, getting that playoff experience, it means something. Building a winning culture, knowing that this team is fighting for the playoffs, it means something. 
That's why we want to go to the playoffs. And again, bump a draft pick. Whatever first rounder you have, it needs to be a starter. Whatever second round pick you have needs to be a starter. Just and you that at that point you have to you have to trust your scouting and your your GM and your head coach to do the due diligence and make a good pick. There's so much talent in the NFL. Grady Jarrett was a what fifth round pick. Tyler Algier, what fifth round pick? And those guys are starters now. Grady Jarrett is on one of the best players on our team. Going to the playoffs matters, okay? So that's why we're rooting for the Falcons next week. And that's why we're rooting against the Buccaneers next week. So come on, Atlanta. That's why we want to go to the playoffs. All right, that's my time. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Hopefully Rob Triple will be back next week and get that voice back silky smooth. Appreciate Garrett holding it down behind the glass and topping it up with me here for a bit. We're handing things off to Sunday Night Football right here on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.